The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the second half of the Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. My guest, we are talking now about daughters of divorce and moving past divorce. My guest is Terry Gaspard, and her book is Daughters of Divorce, Overcoming the Legacy of Your Parents' Breakup and Enjoy a Happy, Long-Lasting Relationship. Terry Gaspard is a licensed therapist with over 30 years of clinical experience specializing in divorce, children, and families, as well as a nonfiction writer and college instructor. She's a sought-after speaker who frequently offers commentary on divorce and her research on daughters of divorce. And two of her research studies on adult children of divorce have been published in the Journal of Divorce and Remarriage. She is a regular contributor to Huffington Post and DivorcedMoms.com and YourTango.com. Welcome, Terry. Thank you, Patricia. So great to be on your show today. Thank you. Did I say your last name correctly, Gaspard? Yes, exactly. Good, perfect. All right, so tell us why you chose to specialize in divorce and the kinds of problems that individuals will contact you about. Well, I was raised in a divorced family in California during the time in the 1960s and 70s when divorce was really reaching its peak after the no-fault divorce legislation. And yet in my family, because many of my um, relatives were in the arts and theater and so on, they didn't make too much of divorce. They kind of minimized the impact it had on me and my sisters. So I sort of laid dormant with my feelings. I didn't speak much about them. And I was a good student and, you know, like many kids, moved along with every aspect of my development until I hit young adulthood. And then what I found was I experienced something that the great researcher Judith Wallerstein refers to as the sleeper effect. Mm. I started really wanting to go back as a young adult and visit my parents' divorce. They divorced when I was seven and asked questions and also noticed in my own relationships, in my romantic relationships, that is, that I was picking partners who were not a good match for me and... Mm -hmm. I would usually end up either breaking up with someone that could have been a good partner or picking guys that were my complete opposites that I didn't have much in common with, and then, you know, they would, those relationships became toxic and would end badly. And, in fact, when I was in my young 20s, at the young age of 23, I married my former husband, And things went along okay for a while, but I could tell fairly early on that we had married too quickly. We only dated for a year. And then after we had kids, we both mutually decided to get a divorce. 
But it kept coming back to me, Patricia, since I love research, that there was a lot more to learn about the long-term effects of divorce. So that's when I started my research studies. And after doing some very large studies um, with a professor at Rhode Island College, I did identify with um, very controlled scientific research that there were differences in terms of the long-term view of um, the men in the young men in the study versus the young women, specifically in terms of trust issues and um, whether or not they had a positive view of commitment in marriage. Mm-hmm. So, so, so those studies were published, and then I actually, you know, didn't do much for a while. And in terms of that, you know, I went. Yeah, it sounds like. It sounds like, and so many of the people I interview teach what they need to learn. That's what I've done in my life. So exactly. they, we're the best teachers. We're ba- basically definitely the best teachers. So oh. your your book, your your newest book, is Daughters of Divorce. So uh-huh. is that this is geared for women? Yes. Okay. Well, what I was and, trying to say is, I went back again five years ago after my other studies, you know, had been done in the mid nineties because I identified my own daughter, who's now um, 29, and I were, were, were really seeing a lot of the same patterns in a lot of her friends and the students at the college where I teach. So we together interviewed 320 young women, and mm. we came up with some, some pathways that really ran through the interviews, and these were very extensive in-depth interviews. Mm. And the pathways ended up becoming the seven steps to a successful relationship. And the reason why Source Books decided to publish our book is not only is it grounded in research, not only mine, but other people's, but it's a really great roadmap, the book, to help women identify some of the patterns that could cause them to have, you know, relationships that are unhappy so that they can have more successful ones and also to break the legacy of divorce so they're not continuing to pass the pattern on to their children and grandchildren, which was kind of what happened in my family. So it started with my own experience and then the research and then this collaboration I had with my daughter. What's the most common problem that you found that daughters of divorce are facing to maintain those healthy relationships? Well, a lot of it is kind of the weird mix that I mentioned. Many, Many of the young women that I've interviewed and worked with they want, a, they want a stable, committed relationship. They, they have a nesting instinct, which many of us do, but they're fearful. They're worried about the other shoe's going to drop, things are not going to work out. And so they either delay commitment um, and do some of the same things that I did, pick you know, partners that aren't a good match for them, or they jump into relationships really fast, too fast, which I did also, and they break up, and a couple will actually, more recently, I'm seeing more and more of a pattern, not only with celebrities, um, but also a lot of the clients that I work with, with very um, often, they're, they're having multiple divorces fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. get married, be, get, stay married for only a couple of years. That's called a starter marriage. Mm-hmm. And then they get disillusioned quickly, which is a common pattern for a daughter of divorce fearful that it's not going to work out, and it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. And then you start thinking, this, is, this isn't going well. A lot of impatience and unwillingness to work things through, and then they end up getting a divorce, maybe even um, a couple of times. 
Mm-hmm. So in my in the book, we have a lot of suggestions. We have a lot of tips on ways to build trust, mm-hmm. work on intimacy, resolve conflicts, which is a big part of any relationship, as you know. We have tools from John Gottman and other leading experts on all these topics. Mm-hmm. And we Could also you share a couple to, of the strategies with us? We've got about three yeah. minutes to break, Terry. Yeah, one of the things you really want to do, Patricia, is you want to... Extend trust to partners to show consistency between their words and their actions. So, assuming you pick someone that you feel is pretty reliable, you want to give them a chance and not overreact. Mm-hmm. A lot of the patterns that I see are that women will issue ultimatums too quickly and they'll assume the worst of their partner. Mm-hmm. And what I advise in the book is that they try to give the, their significant other a chance to explain themselves and not overreact, not issue ultimatums, hear their side of the story. And I can give you a quick anecdote from the book about that and how that can work out if you'd like. Mm-hmm. And then after hearing their side of the story, try to identify in their own mind as a, as a woman how much of it is your own issue with trust yeah. from your own past, because mm-hmm. many of the women have dealt with um, fathers or significant others or both that have been unfaithful or untrustworthy. So how much of it is your own baggage from the past and how much is based on the current, you know, situation? Mm-hmm. And the better able you can do that, the more you can build a trusting relationship. And also embedded in that is allowing yourself to be more vulnerable I used a lot of research from Dr. Brene Brown, mm-hmm. and I have a chapter on vulnerability and the ability to express yourself and how you think and how you feel in, a, in an authentic way. Mm-hmm. And so if you can build trust with someone over time, it's, it's not something that happens quickly, Patricia, but over time, and you can be vulnerable and express yourself in a very you know, open, clear way, then you can allow the relationship to build. I don't right. recommend that people, um, end a, especially a marriage, certainly if there are children, quickly. And that doesn't mean that I don't think that some, you know, some marriages need to end. I'm not against divorce, by the way, but I think some people jump to conclusions rather quickly. <laughs> so when we come back, okay. we're going to talk about how parents can help children at different ages cope with divorce and in different ways that boys and girls cope with divorce. And we'll talk about the legacy of divorce. My guest is Terry Gaspard. Her new book is Daughters of Divorce, Overcome the Legacy of Your Parents' Breakup and Enjoy a Happy, Long-Lasting Relationship. And uh, and the website, Terry, again is? Movingpastdivorce.com. Thanks. We'll be be right back on Patricia Raskin right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Stay tuned. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. 
tired of lackluster results with your marketing? Craving more leads in your business? Tune into the Mojo Marketing Edge with the team behind Mojo Global Marketing, Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez. Winners of the Marketer of the Year, they will show you how to generate daily leads, build databases of raving fans, and close deals faster than ever before. See what's hot right now and how you can tap into it to generate an endless supply of customers and clients. The Mojo Marketing Edge can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to the second half of The Patricia Raskin Show, and we're talking to Terry Gaspard, who's the author of Daughters of Divorce. Overcome the legacy of your parents' breakup and enjoy a happy, long-lasting relationship. This book is based on a lot of research, and Terry is very well known in her field. She has been published in the Journal of Divorce and Remarriage. She's a regular contributor to the Huffington Post, DivorceMoms.com, and YourTango.com. She's a clinic. She's a licensed therapist with over 30 years of clinical experience specializing in divorce, children, and families. All right. Welcome, Terry, and welcome back. I know you were going to tell us a story, uh, a really nice story before the break. So please, we'd love to hear that. So I just I thought I'd share the Valentine's Day story quickly because it's about a young woman in the book, and um, she basically jumped to a lot of conclusions about her partner and was very mistrustful by just the fact that he was on his computer and he, you know, was text. Uh, he was. Uh, either emailing or corresponding with someone of the opposite gender. And she learned over time that fleeing the situation or accusing him of, you know, doing something inappropriate was not the way to go. So she used some of the strategies that we just talked about to kind of calmly take stock of herself and try to build trust and not overreact and issue ultimatums because that was not helping them build 
a more successful relationship. That's the story. Yeah. And and so it really, it made a difference for them. I mean, it, it Definitely. really... Definitely. They're actually happily married now and have two children. And a lot of the people stay in touch with me. I know you're active on social media. And I'd love to hear the outcomes, you know, of what happens. And they were married about a year after that and now have two young children because she was in the study in the initial early stages of it about five to six years ago. So, you know, the, work, the tips in the book work to help people to really um, get out of those, you know, really negative patterns of relating and have the kind of relationship that they've always wanted. Let's talk, let's move into the whole idea of children and how parents can help children at different ages cope with divorce. It's harder when they're younger, correct? Or is it, it definitely is, and I think that one of the hardest things for a parent is to talk to their child about a divorce. Mm-hmm. So I can give you a couple of quick suggestions. Sure. And one of the things you want to do as a parent is you want to stay as non-blameful and as non-detailed as you can with the younger child. In other words, you want to say something like, Mom and Dad love you. We both want to be a part of your life. Hopefully that's true. And if not, you know, you can work on another script. But we are not in love with each other anymore. We're going to live in separate houses, but our relationship with you is still going to be pretty much the same. We're going to still see a lot of you. You want to allow a lot of time for questions. You don't want to rush the conversation, but you also want to expect that younger kids and even teenagers are not going to necessarily respond the way you think they're going to. Sometimes they just clam up and they may have a delayed reaction. And so you want to be open to The fact that they may approach you at times when you don't expect it, like when you're driving in the car. or just comes out all at once. Before bedtime. Yeah. Yeah. Before bedtime is a really good time, Patricia, to talk to the younger child about these issues. Ask them if they have any questions. Let them know that you want to keep their schedule as routine and as much the same as it always was. Um, Trying to keep, if you have shared custody or co-parenting where they spend you know, close to equal time with both parents or any time at the, you know, non-custodial parents' house. You want to try to have clothes in both houses if you can. So that you, can, you want to reduce the amount of shuffling back and forth. Mm-hmm. And also try to keep their schedule consistent, as I said. And they'll still allow them plenty of time for playtime with their friends, have the play dates and stuff. And we're talking about the younger child um, under age 10. Do you, yeah, and do you also think... Yeah, do you also excuse me? Do you also think that it's very important if for the parents to understand that they've got to get along when it comes to the child that how damaging it is if they don't? That's paramount, that's crucial. So keeping in mind that even if you can't stand your ex, you don't ever want to see them again. Mm. If you are co-parenting, that is your child's other parent. So you have to refrain, you have to really strongly avoid saying anything negative about them. So that is a key issue, and any time a divorced parent says anything negative about the other parent, the child is going to experience a loyalty conflict. 
Yeah. They're going to feel stuck in the middle. And this is actually one of the most damaging things about divorce. With, with all the studies, including mine, but all the major studies that are out there, they found that high conflict between parents and putting kids in the middle is the most damaging part of a divorce. But if parents can work together, as you said, and they can try to be as harmonious as possible and avoid bad-mouthing each other, mm-hmm. Makes for the a most difference. part, the, you know, yeah. the child is going to do better. Yeah, much better. What about differences in the ways that boys and girls cope with divorce? Is there a difference with the genders? There certainly is in terms of larger groups of children. When you look at studies, what they find is boys tend to act out more immediately. They tend to express their displeasure in more angry or frustrated ways. Girls tend to be socialized to be peacemakers, caregivers. And they tend to hold their feelings in and want to please their parents. Um, so they will be more like, you know, caring for especially the parents that they spend more time with. Um, so you want to encourage your daughter to express herself, including any negative feelings. Um, and it's because of that delayed reaction that I talked about earlier, the sleeper effect. Girls have a tendency to not want to express the negative feelings. Boys have a tendency to express them more. But not all kids fit those generalizations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, another, we have about four minutes. I really want to get into this. You write and you speak about the legacy of divorce and how yes. divorce runs in families. So, and if that's so, how can listeners break this cycle? Well, I think one of the things is self-awareness. And although that may sound basic, it's really key. So what you want to do as a young person, and this is true for men and women, is you want to be aware that as a child of divorce, you're much more at risk for divorce. Mm. You have more than double the Mm. chance of getting a divorce, and this isn't just my study. Almost every study out there has shown that. Big, huge, you know, uh, studies out of the large universities. So what puts us at risk as children of divorce? Because of the template that we grew up with, because Mm -hmm. we saw it as an option for, you know, having problems in a relationship. So um, what you want to do is be aware of it and take your time. I think it's really great now, Patricia, that um, individuals are delaying commitment in marriage and often not getting married in their young 20s, even mid-20s. Yeah, getting married older. We truly truly don't know ourselves when we're that young. I know I didn't. So that's something that I write about in the book and I talk about a lot. Take your time. And then assuming that there's no abuse or anything, try to stay with a relationship beyond five years because of that starter marriage syndrome where people tend to break up too quickly. Try counseling if your partner's willing. Try to find a marriage or couples counselor that you can work with so you can identify how you can both work on the relationship, and just like I said, don't blame your ex. Try not to blame your partner for all the problems. Um, And you also work with people too, correct? You also do counseling for people so they can work with you by phone as well as in person? I do telephone coaching. Thanks for asking. And I have a a link on the website for that. You just click on the telephone coaching and they can schedule appointments right there. All right, so tell us how they can contact you, order your book, do the coaching, do your workshops. Sure. Um, Well, right on the website, movingpastdivorce.com, 
Um, you can, on the homepage, there's a picture of the book, Daughters of Divorce. You can click on, you can order it through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all the booksellers are on there. Um, or you can go to, most bookstores do have the book. I'm doing a lot of uh, events and book signings. But that is online. It's an easy way to order it. Uh, the telephone coaching, as I said, is available on my website. All the blogs that are on there, some of them are written by me, some by my daughter, some by other people, are very helpful with all aspects of divorce. Thank you so much, Terry. Stay on the line for a minute. Thank you so much. My guest has been Terry Gaspard. Daughters of Divorce is the name of her book. Do log on to movingpastdivorce.com. Remember, folks, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin at patriciaraskin.com. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.